This Pride Month, Womanica is brought to you exclusively by Mercedes-Benz. Together, we're honoring people who've expanded the norms of gender and sexuality in the performing arts. Mercedes-Benz embraces the freedom of individual expression and continues to support and stand with the LGBTQIA community. Listen all month long as we share stories of proud individuals whose authentic expression in their lives and bodies of work have challenged norms, driving society forward. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're highlighting queer stars of the stage and screen, women who expanded the norms of gender and sexuality in front of and behind the curtain or camera. Today, we're talking about an African-American poet and playwright. Born into a prominent abolitionist family, her work often touched on themes of race and racism at a time when women were rarely publishing work on the topic. Though she was never able to openly express her sexuality, much of her writing is coded in queer language. Let's talk about Angelina Weld Grimke. Angelina was born on February 27, 1880, in Boston, Massachusetts, to an interracial couple. Her mother, Sarah Stanley, was a white woman. Her father, Archibald Grimke, was black, the son of a white landowner and a black enslaved woman. Archibald went on to become the second black man to graduate from Harvard Law School and served as the vice president of the NAACP. Racial and gender equality was a goal for many members of Angelina's extended family. Two of her great aunts, Angelina and Sarah Grimke, had been notable advocates for the causes of women's rights and abolition. At the time, interracial marriage was rare. Angelina's parents' relationship was a fraught one, leading to a turbulent childhood. A few years after her birth, her parents separated and Angelina went with her mother to Michigan. But Archibald really wanted custody over his daughter, and several years later, Angelina returned to live with him. Archibald had impossibly high standards and often expressed disappointment with Angelina that she hadn't made more of herself. It was around this time that Angelina's mother, Sarah, died by suicide. Despite his disappointments, Angelina's father ensured that Angelina was educated at the best schools, which often meant mostly, if not entirely, white schools. In an 1892 class photograph, Angelina is seen holding hands with a classmate, possibly hinting at her hidden sexuality. In 1894, Archibald was appointed as American consul to the Dominican Republic. Angelina went to Washington, D.C. to stay with her uncle Francis while her father lived abroad. Angelina was a rebellious and angsty teen and clashed with her relatives. Eventually, she was sent to Carleton Academy in Minnesota. There in Minnesota, Angelina wrote some of her first poems. Many of them described a yearning for a female companion. It's speculated that the woman often addressed in these pieces was a classmate named Mary Edith Carn. In a letter to Mary, Angelina wrote, I know you are too young now to become my wife, but I hope, darling, that in a few years you will come to me and be my love, my wife. How my brain whirls, how my pulse leaps with joy and madness when I think of these two words, my wife. Eventually, Angelina returned to Massachusetts, and in 1902, she graduated from the Boston Normal School of Gymnastics, now a part of Wellesley College. After graduating, she moved back to D.C. to teach English. Around that time, at just 23 years old, Angelina vowed never to marry or to have children. She kept that promise. 
As she settled into her teaching career, she began writing more. Initially, she published several short stories and poems, often containing themes of romance and longing, though some of her work began to touch on racial themes, too. In 1916, Angelina's play Rachel was produced by the Drama Committee of the NAACP in Washington, D.C. The play was a response to the 1915 release of the racist film The Birth of a Nation. Rachel, likely Angelina's most controversial work, was a play about a Black woman who's terrified by the cruelties of racism in society and vows to never bring children into the world. The plot paralleled Angelina's own feelings about having children in a racist society. Some critics argued that the play was preaching what they called race suicide, but that was not Angelina's intention. In the playbill of the first production, the play was described as the first attempt to use the stage for race propaganda in order to enlighten the American people relative to the lamentable condition of the 10 million of colored citizens in this free republic. In 1928, Angelina retired from teaching in order to help care for her aging father. After his death in 1930, she moved to New York City and stopped writing. For nearly 30 years, she lived a reclusive life until her death in 1958, at the age of 78. All month, we're talking about queer stars of stage and screen. For more information, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.